Hi there. I'm your host, Trisha Shinko. I'm your Inner Buddha Reiki Master Teacher and Awakening Coach from innerbuddha.ca. And I'm here to help emotionally overloaded working moms find relief from anxiety and stress in their personal and professional lives, naturally. It's all about creating sustainable ways to improve your mental and emotional well-being from the inside out. Join me as I take you through my own personal journeys and others who have figured it out for themselves. I share secrets of how I was able to break free from the overwhelming mind chatter and constant worry through self-discovery, spirituality, and practicality. My mission is to help you break free from old patterns and cycles so you can stress less. You're listening to Inner Buddha's Zen Entrepreneurs Podcast with your host, Trisha Shinko, and this is episode eight. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about work-life balance of the working mom. And what we're really going to be touching on is, have you been feeling more pulled towards your work and then your balance of your life is out of whack? Or is it the other way around? Which one is it for you? This is exactly what this episode is all about. So let's get right to it. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me today. So today we're talking about work-life balance as moms. And I'm going to ask you this. I want to know what's been draining your energy these days. I mean, as moms, we need to have a plethora of energy, especially if you're working a full-time job. But have you ever really took the time to look at where you're actually giving and where you're actually receiving energy. And chances are that you tend to be giving a lot more than what you might be taking in. And we're working all day long, you know, when, uh, when we get home, the job's only half done and we still have to make supper. We still have to do dishes. We still have homework. We have laundry, house cleaning. If we get if we have anything left in the tank, right? So I want to ask you, how often are you taking the time to just sit and relax for a few moments? Probably little to never, right? So why do we do this to ourselves? We run ourselves ragged and still expect to give more when we have nothing left, right? I know I do this all the time. Well, I used to. I'm getting better at it. I'm not going to lie. (laughs) So I'm really here to let you know that work-life balance is possible and it's just really how you prioritize it and what your perception of your work-life balance really is. It's all about where you're giving your attention to and where you're focusing on, right? And I want to know, have you ever really taken the time to take a look at your schedule during the week versus the weekends? And do you tend to pile on too much onto your plate? during the week when really you should be saying no to things when you're saying yes to things, you know, that's the thing. Are you trying to please everybody? And that's the thing. We, we tend to do that, right? The only person really that needs you is you. And the saying goes, we always must put the oxygen mask on us first, right? That, but have you ever been doing that? I know it took me a long time to realize that I didn't. <laughs> and I that way, you know, when you're putting the oxygen mask on you first, you're taking care of you first. 
so that everyone else's needs can be fully met, right? And sometimes it's hard, especially because we've all grown up with this false persona that a mom, what a mom is supposed to, we're expected to be, right? The mom has to have a tidy home, the laundry always folded, put away, sink is always empty. You know, we're expected to have happy children and well-behaved children and, you know, a fully happy and satisfied husband. And like the mom who always can solve anybody's problem easily when it comes her way, right? This is that false persona that's been around for years. And that's got to stop. You know, we're human too. And you got to remember that and you got to be gentle on yourself. So a lot of the times I find I did, I did try to live up to this persona and it's really unrealistic. And I'm sure one or all of you listening out there has a pile of laundry sitting somewhere, some dishes in the sink that need to be scrubbed, dirt on the floor that need is waiting to be swept. And you know what? That's perfectly okay. You know and we're not going to be perfect all the time. And we got to lay down that guilt. We need to get rid of that perception because no one is perfect in this world. And when we spend all day working, trying to make our customers or our clients happy or finish that project by that short deadline, and then your home life can take the back burner because you know what you need to do and you you just feel bad and beat yourself up because you're focusing so much on your work and not your home. And so one or the other is always going to suffer if you put a little too much focus on one or over the other, right? And let's get real. I mean, life is busy and you can get swept away and you can miss out on so much like your kids growing up. And what's more important really as a mom, you know, these these little kids are going to become little people. And, you know, we have a part of that, but how much of that do you want to be a part of? You know, I know personally, because for the first five years of my life, I, of my son's life, sorry, um, I was working a full-time job and also a part-time building my my business at home. So when I first started my job, I had to work the weird hours to kind of get up, move up in the ranks, right? So my first three, three, four years, I was of Colton's life. I was working 10 to six. So I would get home just in time to read him a book, kiss him before bed, and then spend an hour or two trying to catch up on my side business that I was trying to build. And it was exhausting. I didn't have any time for me. I didn't have any time for my husband. And that was really important was spending time with my husband. We usually would, you know, kind of squeak in maybe half an hour to an hour of just catching up with the day. And then we'd have to go to bed and do it all over again. Right. And my intentions were in the right place. I wanted to, you know, provide for my family and, you know, work hard so that they would have a good life. But then I suffered. And this is just something that I had to adjust I had to, you know, if I wanted to if I wanted to be home making supper, being with my family, you know, talking about their day, I had to, you know, move around my schedule. I had to make changes that worked for me. And before I missed out on too much, I did it. I made those changes and I I'm so happy I did. I mean, 
there are so time there's so many times on the weekends that I would put my laptop on and my son would come and he would want to play and I would snap at him. I would be like, not now, Colton. Mommy's trying to work, right? Then I would, you know, look up at him and he'd have these tears in his eyes and then that mom guilt would kick in. And I, of course I'd beat myself up for days after. And I would only snap because I was so exhausted and all the energy was going into the wrong places. I didn't realize it then, but as I, you know, worked hard on my mentality and focused on, you know, what my actual priorities are, it came very clear to me that work is important, yes, but my son and him growing up is much more important to me than having to build a client list, right? And it really wasn't until I would close the laptop and sit on the floor with him and start building that Lego town that I realized how unbalanced my life really was. And this was hard for me. So that work-life balance had really became, it consumed me and I became irritated and stressed and depressed and I lost, I was really just lost in the fog of, you know, just being blinded by working so hard that I really just forgot what was important. And again, I needed to reprioritize my life and figure out what my values were so then I could, you know, feel more balanced again. So Sometimes we just need to take a step back and then really take a good look at where we're giving our energy and at what cost, you know, that's the biggest thing. And then we just need to adjust accordingly. That's something that's going to work for you and something that's going to work for your family. And the most important thing is that you're giving back to you as much as you possibly can as well. That's the thing. Um, we, we tend to give so much, again, to our work and to our kids that... We forget about ourselves. And I'm going to ask you this. When was the last time that you took a luxurious bubble bath? Hmm? Or when was the last time that you and your spouse just went out for dinner? The two of you. On a date. You know? Or when was that last time you went for a manicure or pedicure? Or treated yourself in some way? You know? When was the last time you did something just for you? Again, back to that oxygen mask example, when you're able to recharge your own battery guilt-free, it's going to be sooner that you're going to be able to get right right back to where you want to be. You're going to be able to recharge sooner so then you can live that happy work-life balance that you know is possible for you. You just have to remember to give back to you and that is so important. And that's the biggest piece that I've learned from all of this is that after being drained for so long, I I was like, okay, well, now I'm giving to my family. Now I'm giving to my uh, work, but I still felt drained and tired and exhausted all the time. And I realized how important it was to also give back to you too. And these recharging moments, these moments where you give back to yourself, they don't have to be big. I mean, you don't have to spend a lot of money on them. If you don't have a lot of money, that's okay. They can be just as simple as, you know, taking after supper, you know, taking some time to sit and sip on your favorite cup of tea and just relishing in the day you just had, you know, or, you know, taking the family out for a walk around the block after supper to connect with nature and your family all at the same time. That's the biggest thing is connection. That's what, what I was missing or 
even taking some time to journal. Writing a journal doesn't have to be just for little girls, you know, to where writing out their dreams. It can also be for big girls too, right? <laughs> for us. And what about those dreams you have now? Those dreams that you were looking forward to, like don't those matter too? That's the thing. We forget when we grow up that, you know, we think everything has to be business and serious, but as adults, we can dream too. And we can have ideas and, you know, those ideas matter. So you have to put the priorities back onto those too. And of course, once your kitties are in bed, I mean, you can always, you know, give yourself an hour to run that nice hot bubble bath and relax and unwind for the day. And keep in mind, you deserve that. So the secret really is taking those spontaneous breaks and breaking up your day and decreasing your stress levels. You know, taking a good look at your stress levels, knowing where you are with that and knowing that it's okay to feel a certain way and not beating yourself up for being weak because you're just human. That's it. And, you know, you can feel all these different things and that's okay. You don't have to put shame on any of that. You deserve just as much love as your kids do. Remember that. So knowing your limits and also knowing, you know, where your stress levels are at and how much time you need to reset those. That's so important. Giving yourself those spontaneous micro breaks throughout the day, taking a walk around the block on your 15 minute lunch, you know, Setting healthy boundaries between you, family, and friends. That's another big thing. We need to realize that, you know, yes, there are obligations to help out your aging parent or, you know, helping your friend through that breakup. Again, it's how about, you know, it's all about how available are you making yourself to these situations. I mean, there's a time and place for everything, right? And not everything has to be done immediately, not today. Some things are, of course, those urgent matters jump to it. But I'm saying the schedule, the things that are high priority, like your own mental health, you matter too. And you have to remember that. So boundaries are so important with your family, friends. And as moms and women, we tend to blur the lines, of course, of the boundaries for us. And what it is in, important for others because what's important for others doesn't have to be own our own burden as well. We tend to weigh ourselves down. We take on other people's problems because we want to help solve them, but they're not really our problems to solve. This is something that that person needs to actually solve on their own. That's a learning lesson for them. So let them learn that. The same thing for your kids. We can't always jump in when they're, you know, if they're having an issue, you want to help them solve it, but you also want to let them kind of solve it on their own too. And that's the hardest thing is stepping back and allowing ourselves to watch others make mistakes. But that's the only way that people are going to learn. And we forget that, which is crazy. I don't know. So another tip I wanted to share with you is knowing your personality type. So when I say this, I'm talking about knowing if you're an introvert or an extrovert. So 
An introvert is somebody who actually charges in solitude all by yourself, you know, in nature, alone, away from everybody. While extroverts recharge their batteries by being around people in crowds. So take a minute to think about it. You know, where is it that you recharge the best? Is it taking more time away from people and taking time in nature? Again, that I myself am an introvert big time. So I need those moments of solitude just to kind of get me going, like just to reset my battery, right? And I cannot tell you what a day sitting outside in bare feet in the grass or sand would do for me, (laughs) you know? So that's just it. You got to know yourself. And then extroverts, you know, you may really get a lot out of going out with with an evening with your girlfriends, some with well-deserved girl time, you know, it's all about knowing, you know, how you can, all about your self-awareness and, you know, how you recharge and creating those boundaries in your life so that you can show up as your best self. So really, it's just getting to know yourself, how you recharge and being okay with it. That's all, right? So this is something that's near and dear to my heart. And I really wanted to share this with you guys and maybe spark some ideas to maybe, you know, look at your own life and see what is balanced and what is not and what may need rearranging. And that rearranging can be simple or it could be big, but you have to take the step to make yourself feel better about everything. So that's it for me. I just wanted to say thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for being here. And I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. Much love. If you have found value in the information that I've shared today, please feel free to share this episode with others that you feel that would benefit from it. Also, I would love to hear from you. So please leave your reviews with your comments below. If you have a topic that you would like to hear more about in the show, please share your ideas by going to www.innerbuddha.ca and clicking on the podcast link at the top of the page. There, you can email me any suggestions or questions that you may have.